Hey everybody, it's Brad Williams and Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by White Cloud e-cigarettes. We're not saying you should start smoking, but if you already do, awesome. And if you've ever wanted to try an e-cigarette, these are the ones to go with. White Cloud e-cigarettes offers over 20 flavors. That's almost as many as Baskin Robbins. 20 flavors and 6 nicotine strengths. It's cheaper than other e-cigarettes that you'll see at convenience stores and with much more variety. White Cloud e-cigarettes sponsors comedians they've been doing it for over two years now they've also sponsored uh comedy festivals like the boston comedy festival and the orlando indie comedy festival if you've ever been curious about trying an e-cigarette i have well the fling is the low cost no commitment way to do so and the fling offers same day ups shipping on orders before 6 p.m eastern but is there a website? Customers can go to WCESigs.com. That's WCESigs.com. But we want to make sure our listeners get them for cheap. So is there a coupon code? To get 25% off of the order, use the coupon code ALN Podcast. That's ALN Podcast at WCESigs.com to get your White Cloud e cigarettes today. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night Podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Huh? I hope. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thanks so much for listening, subscribing on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, listening on your iPhone or Android device. Uh, we appreciate all the support. Podcast is uh, jamming along, and uh, and we appreciate all the support. You guys listening and tweeting at us and emailing us and, and buying your ABL and merch is uh, is the reason we do what we do. <laughs> I just started crying. Uh, yeah, but this is uh, so much fun, and, and having the interaction with uh, with our listeners uh, makes it way cooler, man. So keep subscribing, keep listening. Uh, AboutLastNightPodcast.com for all past uh, episodes. Today's episode is one of my favorites we've done in a while. Uh, third time, his third time on the podcast today is the one and only Harlan Williams, uh, Half-Baked, something about Mary... Rocket Man, Sorority Boys, uh, the whole nine yards. Uh, his sitcom uh, that's uh, that he just finished up in Canada with Pam Anderson and Eugene Levy called Package Deal is making its way to the states, uh, which we'll talk about. That we talked about uh, the pranks that Harlan used to pull growing up in uh, Toronto and uh, uh, just hilarious stories. This guy's just uh, you know you see how funny he is now and on stage, and to me he's one of the funniest dudes off stage. Nobody makes me. Laugh harder, and uh, and today's podcast is no exception. Follow Harlan on Twitter at Harlan Williams. Uh, go to his YouTube channel and uh, subscribe to him. He's got hilarious videos that uh, are so out there and original uh, that uh, you'll. I mean, some of the funniest shit I've ever seen, and we we get into it on the podcast because we try to get inside Harlan's brain for a minute to see where some of these ideas stew from. Uh, he also released some uh, music that he's been working on with the Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, we get into that, uh, as well as uh, his podcast, The Harlan Highway, which you can get on iTunes and the All Things Comedy Network, uh, allthingscomedy.com, The Harlan Highway. Listen to it. It's hilarious. There's a lot of podcasts out there, and Harlan has found a, a really awesome original take. Uh, he does a lot of characters and interviews. It's only about 30 minutes. Uh, I've been on it twice, so you can look up those past episodes. Uh, it's the best. Harlan's the best. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. I will be at the Ice House in Pasadena April 23rd uh, at 10 o'clock for Comedy Juice. I will be at Flappers uh, in Burbank uh, April 28th at 10 o'clock. 
and then uh, May 7th through the 9th, I hit the road again. I go to Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, headlining Stand Up Scottsdale for five shows, May 7th, 8th, and 9th. Uh, get your tickets at uh, StandUpScottsdale.com. Uh, and then I'll also be at the Comedy Mix in Vancouver, B.C. This will be my second time there. Super pumped to go back. Uh, it's such a great club. Vancouver's one of the coolest cities ever. Um, and uh, and it's so close to Seattle. So it makes me feel like I'm getting a little bit of the Northwest when I get up there. That's happening May 21st through the 23rd. Get your tickets at ComedyMix.com. Brad Williams, he's on the road, back in action. And you can see Brad at the Ice House in Pasadena, April 24th and 25th. Uh, I was going to be at those shows, but I'm doing some colleges with Adam Devine, um, so I'm not going to be able to make it. Super bummed, but Brad's going to crush it, so go see him at the Ice House, April 24th and 25th, and then he'll be at the Cleveland Improv in Cleveland, Ohio, April 30th through May 3rd. Get your tickets at improv.com, and then, of course, Brad will be at the uh, Dayton uh, Funny Bone in Dayton, Ohio, May 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Of course, get all your ABL and merch at astoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com. What better way to support the podcast than get shirts and mugs that have the podcast on them? I mean, these coffee mugs, we've got uh, our own. They're awesome. The The picture of Brad and I on the Titanic cruise ship is uh, is hilarious. So why wouldn't you want to wear a funny shirt that's a great icebreaker at parties? You support the podcast. Yeah, you cover your body when it's... You know, in any place where you're supposed to wear a shirt or when it's cold, you're like, thank God I've got a shirt on because it's cold in here. And then you're warm and you're supporting the pod and people go, what's that? That's a hilarious picture. Oh, it's this cool ass podcast I listened to. What's it called? About last night. Oh, I already listened to that. They have shirts. Yeah, man. Don't you fucking listen to the intros? No, I don't. Well, fucking you need to, man. <laughs> so so get all your merch at astoymerchandise.com and support the podcast. Those are all the tour dates. Those are the Twitter handles. That's all the merch info. So now, ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and enjoy a very special, hilarious episode of the About Last Night podcast with third-time guest, our buddy, Harlan Williams. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast. It's about last night. I didn't know we were. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll we'll start where we start, but we yeah. just like to sit down and start talking. Oh, well, yeah. Would you want a couple buffer minutes? Uh, I was gonna do some crunches and stuff. <laughs> okay, some Captain Crunches. You just want, if you got them. <laughs> sure. I'll take them. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter Captain Crunch, my oh, favorite. That's good. Uh, he probably is the. Uh, if you were to put all the serial characters like in a wrestling ring or just like if let's say the world came to a point to where like you know we didn't have a president that was a person and we opened it up you know what i haven't smoked pot in two weeks so this is a completely sober thought yeah yeah and i wish you wouldn't laugh brad no i'm laughing because it's funny and it's true yeah <laughs> but like captain crunch probably would be the guy a great president well, well, he's a leader. He's a yeah. captain. Yeah, he's a captain. So he's, so got, he's got military yeah. background. He's got that experience. That's what you wouldn't want, like Tony the Tiger is just way too positive. Everything is great, great. for him. Everything's great. Everything's yeah. great. Yeah. And I think the sugar smack frog is like kind of a little bit of a spaz. He's coked out. Yeah. yeah. He's so coked, he's cracked out. You want yeah. him. 
And then uh, the then the tricks bunny would be so distracted just trying just trying to get the kids tricks. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I, I I that's a solid. I don't one. think the and Toucan Sam the world's not ready for a for a parrot president. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm no. fe- I'm feeling very racist vibes coming from you. Now, would yeah. your people be all about uh, my people about Lucky Charms? <laughs> well, I mean. Obviously, it's kind. It's kind of like when Barack Obama was running. Uh, I I knew some black people that were like, "Listen, I don't like the guy, but he's a black president. I have to vote for him." Yeah. So if so, if one of my people is running, yeah, he's getting my vote. Wow. It's happening. I don't yeah. care if he wants to take away the horseshoe marshmallow. He's still getting my vote. Don't yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> Timing with that the was, phone. Was that lucky? That was. <laughs> I think lucky just appeared. He, 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 he's calling me right now and going, well, Shiver me I... timbers. Did somebody mention my name? I need a campaign manager. <laughs> I'm running for president. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> that would be a great fucking, um, you know. Your slogan? Yeah. <laughs> Vote for lucky for president. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> like, I thought he was a leprechaun. He's a pirate? I think he's a lumberjack. No. <laughs> what is shiver me timbers? That's a pirate. Yeah, that's a pirate. Yeah, that's a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> he could be a pirate. <laughs> he's magic. He could be whatever he wants. Sure. He could be a ballerina if he wants. <laughs> Why are you trying to limit him just because yeah. he's a dwarf, Adam? Oh, Don't box him in. Yeah. Too soon for both of you. <laughs> Too soon, Jesus. But uh, soon. Harlan, what, what I was going to tell you is that you, uh, one, one of the times you were on this podcast, you get you, you told us that you go into an audition and you and you make up a story about you hitting a dog. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the dog like flying and then like mm-hmm. hitting someone else. Sure. Yeah. And it, and it just becomes so absurd. I started doing that. Oh good, did it work? It did. I I I I booked something that's going to come out April 20th. It's the second season of Deadbeat on Hulu. So yeah, if you got Hulu, watch Deadbeat second season. Good, I'll good. I'll be showing up there as a white guy that's acting black named Tyson. Oh wow! Yeah. So so my advice actually helped you. Yes. Oh, that's good. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. That's so a congratulations. Yeah. So that's... I wanted to thank you for that. Now, do you have any other hot uh, audition tips? Have you been trying anything new recently? Um, have you ever heard the term butterfly shrimp? <laughs> I'm, I'm very scared to say. I'm very scared to ask about that. But no, I've not heard. Well, if you have shrimp, any mini you skirts in your in your uh, wardrobe, did you ever see uh, Fatal Instinct with with uh, Sharon Stone? Oh yeah, when she does the leg crossing, she does thing. the leg thing. Yeah, and in the middle of your read, just mm-hmm. uh, get the, do the butterfly shrimp. <laughs> And let it flap. <laughs> just, let just it flap. Them. Now, now, and if you sweet. can do, if you do enough exercises and you can get it to whistle, um, <laughs> just in the middle, booked it. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. So, like, start doing my Kegel exercises. What you're trying to say? Keebler? What did you say? <laughs> Kegels? Oh, Kegel. Kegel exercise. Uh, well, that's exciting news. That my, I'm trying to think if there's any other uh, techniques that I used. Um. Believe it or not, this is this is a weird one, mm-hmm. but it, it it might work. Okay, and it, it worked for me because there was a time when I was going through my divorce where I was very low. I was very depressed. It's mm-hmm. probably the most depressed I've ever been in my life. Sure, mm-hmm. we've all had it. And the last thing I wanted to do was go in an audition, right? And and be, and be, and be false happy. Yeah, right. And I couldn't. I couldn't shake. Uh, you know my my feelings of sadness and and that d- d- depression, uh, and so I just decided to take it into the room with me. Okay. And so I I read for I read uh, actually for a movie the whole nine yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I read, I, I almost turned around. I was so depressed that day. I couldn't find the place. It was one of these auditions oh. where it was in a weird spot. Yeah, yeah it's like someone's house. That's right. like weird. Or, no, or, like, whoa, it's, whoa, or whoa. like it's an office no, building. No, not casting couch auditions. Oh, Brad, sorry. I've done that like, a few times. Where you go to somebody's apartment and the guy's like, you're cool with the camera, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And next like, thing you're doing the butterfly shrimp yeah, with melted butter. Yeah, yeah. Believe wow, me, I know. It's like you're describing my last week. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I went in, I, I went down to do the the whole nine yards, uh, the Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, you're yeah. so funny then. And uh, and I played the hit. I, I got, I got. This was before we had uh, iPhones and GPS and all that, and you mm-hmm. basically had to, you know, get directions from your agent or manager and just trust that it was right. yeah and and uh, and so i got down into this funky area in culver city there's this there's you know this place where they're in the middle of the road there's one of those weird about. hotels that's yeah. like it looks like if you're a fat person you couldn't get in there's one in new york they're in the middle of the sidewalk yeah. they're yeah. little thin hotels yeah. they're, they're famous there's one in culver city mm-hmm. and so i couldn't figure out where I was going and I called my manager and I was like I was getting mad because I was already in a state and I was like where is this place mm-hmm. and I was already around the corner you know upset and depressed and so I I just said I'm not fucking going I'm not I'm not going and then at the last second I saw it I saw the I saw the building I needed to see and so I went okay I'm I'm here I know I'm mad but so I I went into the room with that kind of cloak of depression on me and kind okay. of that and I, I, I carried that into into the into the read. And I think that the the um the the producers and the casting people felt that I had kind of this brooding, like deep actor kind of persona going. And I and I wasn't trying to disguise it, but I, I used that for my audition to be very like kind of distant and hands off and mm-hmm. and as a much different approach than usually I go into the room and try to get the giggles going and stuff like yeah. that. And then another movie came up, uh, Sorority Boys, which okay. I did. And same thing, I was still fresh in into my divorce and and I went, and they told me they wanted to see me, and I got to Disney, and I, 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 I came around the corner, and there was a bit of a line. There was like seven guys waiting to go in, okay. and I literally just turned around and walked away. I, I just didn't have the mental oh, energy shit. to be there. I was, I was in such a bad place, so I just left. I turned around, and I blew off the audition, and and they, they called uh, later that day, and they say, where's Harlow? I said, I, I couldn't do it. I said, I'm not going to stand in a line. I wasn't being a prima donna, but I just I couldn't, I couldn't mentally be there. Yeah, okay. And so they had me come back the next day just on my own. Mm-hmm. And, and so, again, I just used that energy that I had, and I went in, and, and <laughs> the audition was, was <laughs> a whole other story on its own, but... I carried that that energy where I, I walked into the room where I wasn't trying to make everyone in the room happy. I was just mm-hmm. kind of in this insulated zone. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, maybe that's another tip that I'm not saying go out and get depressed, but I'm saying <laughs> you don't have to go in and put on a show or be Mr. Chuckles. It's like yeah. maybe one time go in and, and try to internalize and just be kind of like this quiet, hey, how you doing? You know, mm-hmm. like, and see see what... Because a lot of times people don't know this when you go into auditions... Let's say you're going in to read as you know a tough guy or a badass or right. maybe someone who's got you know social problems or whatever, and a lot of times you go in in a certain mindset where you're locked into the character, locked into the zone, 
and all the casting people and the producers start talking. Hey, how you doing? Where you been? Yeah. What's the latest? Oh, yeah, you went to Bermuda. You caught a fish. And suddenly they, they inadvertently pull you out of that energy. Right, because like, you're sitting there trying to be like the, the tough guy. The yeah. tough guy wouldn't talk about his trip to Bermuda. Right, you've mentally prepared. You've got the lines in your head. You've got right. the character. And suddenly they take it out of you by asking you ridiculous questions and and sometimes if you go in kind of in a darker mood you can kind of just kind of stay more neutral sense it and, yeah. and and just you know just go in and read and be kind of dark but anyways Wait, what happened in sorority boys he said that was a whole other story sorority boys because i was kind of in a in a weird place yeah i, I wasn't really up for auditioning i didn't really want to do anything and and i got the script and they asked me to read it so i i read it but I just read my sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was a little confused by it, but I went in and I sat down and I and I read the whole, you know, I think I read three scenes. So you hadn't read the script? You just I hadn't read, your, read the script. You just read your sides. I which just are read just my sides. Your scenes, a right. handful of scenes. So you didn't even totally know what the film was? or Right. So yeah. I, I read I read by my scenes. It took a while. And then at the end, they go, Harlan, that was fantastic. That was great. I go, thank you very much. And they said, can you do it again? And I said, uh, I guess if you want. And they go, can you do it as a girl? <laughs> and I looked, I go, as a girl, what? And then I realized sorority boys, I was, right. I was playing a girl. And I'd done the whole first audition as a dude. And I, I, I realized, like, sitting there, I'm supposed to be reading this as a woman. And it, all, so, it all just clicked in and for I you. And I switched gears, like, faster <laughs> than a Ferrari rolling down, uh, you know, Merle Griffin's eyelids. I don't even know what that means. but uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a common reference. Yeah. Hey, Who's hey, Merle hey, Griffin? I don't know, but you know what? I want to meet her. Or go, him. go with it. Yeah. And, for our, and for our listeners, they're like, what kind of reference is that? Harlan's Canadian, okay? That's that's a common yeah, phrase yeah. up in Canada. Yeah, you know, just faster than a Ferrari down Merle Griffin's <laughs> eyelids. Eyelids. Hey, do, do you think that's happened in other movie audition history? Where like maybe Harrison Ford went in for Indiana Jones, and they were and he read it as a woman, and they were like, Harrison, great, great. <laughs> Can we try it as a dude? Because it is Indiana Jones. Oh and he's yeah, like, well, I yeah. thought that was a woman. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I'm not the first to uh, not understand the material. <laughs> Believe me. But but uh, if my first tip worked for it, maybe this yeah. one will try going in in kind of a brooding uh, a brooding mood and and oh. see if that that helps. Brooding dwarf. Yeah, I like, like just that. kind of internalize everything. It is not a bad suggestion because there's been times where I go in and I'm like, God, was I trying? Was I trying to be too much in the room beforehand? And maybe that yeah. Like backfired. Yeah, don't maybe push it. Maybe they're just like, Hey, man, just do what you, you're coming in here for. And, yeah, and, yeah, and and they can also sense from that. I mean, even like with minimal small talk, they can tell if you're a piece of shit or not, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. probably just the way you enter the room and smile or don't smile. Yeah, you know, I, but, I, I don't know. But, I, but if I you're think, they're looking at, your, at what you're auditioning. So it's like yeah. if you're good, they're going to want to – then they'll maybe they'll, they'll investigate, okay, is he like have, – what have you heard about him, how he is on set and stuff, right? Yeah, I think where you're going is, is I think when we go into audition a lot of times, we're, we're, we carry that energy where we're concerned what they think, yeah. mm-hmm. how they're evaluating us. And, and I guess the point of in that period of my life when I was kind of down – when you go in in that frame of mind, you don't give a crap what they think because right. you're mentally not prepared to share. You're just right. you're just and in this dark cloud. 
Yeah. And and uh, you're in a state of mind where you're thinking, listen, this is not the most important thing in my life. Exactly. And you just in, I, I got other shit going on. That's it. And you just roll in and you don't care. And I'm, uh-huh. I'm not saying go out and get depressed, but but if you can <laughs> tap into that type of energy, maybe maybe that's a a, a, a tip. That well, it, it, it's it's kind of like picking up on women where you're like you it's like it's like they're they're attracted to the guys that don't want them or vice versa. Yeah, right, you know, right. You're attracted to the guy. You know, if 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 you go up to a girl and hey, I'd really like to take you out and uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever you want, or we can go to whatever place you want to go, and then girl's like, "Oh God!" But then a guy like Adam Ray just walks in and says, "Eh, show up. I might be there." Yeah, and then it's right. like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna." I mean, that's a great. That's, that's, that's a great thing that you do all the time. That's Adam not Ray. my move at that's, all. That's yeah, totally your I move. Appreciate the sentiment. I do the butterfly. I walk right up and give him a full butterfly, full shrimp with olive oil. Yeah. Oh, they go nuts. It's like that that guy that the Pied Piper who whistled on his flute and. The, Rats followed him home. I'll get a line out of the shark club following me back to the Motel 6. You're a classy guy, Harlan Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Have you ever, or you could try this, where you auditioned hungover. I did that for an Olive Garden commercial once. I was wearing a, they said, dress nice casual. So I wore a Reading Rainbow t-shirt and a sport coat. Wow, and, uh, nice casual. Please tell me you got it. <laughs> I should have. Oh. I think this was a case where I was probably too hungover, and they probably, the, the casting director was, he goes, now let's just, you guys are all eating and having dinner before the dialogue starts, and just and improvise, like what you would be saying if you're just friends at a dinner table. Right. And so somebody just start talking, and then I'll let you know when to go into the scene. So it starts, and I just go, has anybody uh, seen Jurassic Park 3? I go... I uh, and, and by the way, one guy looked like he was getting ready to speak, like he was going to start the improv, yeah. and I immediately intercepted. I was like, "No, no, no! I'm going to start this conversation off." So I like <laughs> he started to go, "Hey, can somebody pass?" And I go, "Who's seen Jurassic Park 3? And then they all turned to me like, "The fuck!" Wow. <laughs> and then I go, "I go, can I be honest? Not that great." I go, "No, Sam Neil, so that's bullshit." And then the guy goes, "Cut." He goes. So maybe just about the food and about like, what <laughs> oh, you guys are doing. Whoa. But it's like, hey, that's typical conversation you'd have at an Olive Garden. Yeah, you'd be talking about the movies you saw, or you'd be, uh, or, or you'd be trying to, or you're on a date, so you're trying to impress her, or like you're out with the yeah, group. With, with my knowledge of Sam Nil. Same or the fact you were hung over had you puked all over the audition that that would have been something you always see at an olive garden people puking up food puking up breadsticks that would be very real yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. So, and so then they just start they just started it over again after that like oh, let's talk about the he food. told he he goes maybe someone else should start the conversation <laughs> off oh boy what so an arse <laughs> have you honestly ever puked at olive garden i've puked <laughs> after yeah. After the, oh, yeah. the food is so like weird. I, I I ate a you know lasagna comes in a square. Yeah, mm-hmm. I puked up that exact square. <laughs> a yeah, block. I, used, I used it to. There was a tile loose in my bathroom, and I used it. I actually just left it there and patted it down. It fit perfectly. Why not? Yeah, it was a square puke. I go- <laughs> too soon. Way too soon. Way yeah. too soon. Yeah. Uh, I've got to ask you about something that you posted recently. Uh, it's all. It, 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 it's on your YouTube channel. You're on the beach, and classical music is playing, and <laughs> yeah, and you're like directing a, a bunch of crabs <laughs> that are running up the beach, conducting. Recently, yeah. I just posted that like two hours ago. Two hours ago? Like, like I swear, probably I did it today. About probably about four or five hours ago. <laughs> Brad refreshes all of your wow, yeah, your amazing. social media pages. I do some research, and uh, I'm looking like, 
Did you, were you just on the like? Did you plan that? Were you on the beach and saw a bunch of crabs? What happened? I was I was down in Florida, and it was the, there's a season where these little tiny fiddler crabs come out yeah. from from a long winter's rest underground, <laughs> and they come out in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, and I was on a beach down in Florida, and there were just like as far as you could see, there were these fiddler crabs, and there were so many that when they moved, it looked like the the beach. Was moving. Holy shit! Like it was just wow. a carpet of these things, mm-hmm. and so I put my my iPhone down on on the beach, and I just kind of ran out behind these guys in a pair of rubber boots, and I started chasing them all over like a farmer chasing cattle, and these things were running back and forth in front of my 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 camera lens. Yeah, and so I came home. I got this has really kind of got some fluidity to it, so I put some classical music behind it. <laughs> And and it's really quite quite a beautiful really orchestrated it piece. Yeah. It, it, it looked like one of those Nature Channel documentaries yeah, with, with, yeah. With, with Harlan Williams just kind of yeah. in the back directing traffic. Yeah, I'm just directing these thousands of crabs. It's like a minute <laughs> long, and yeah, check out my YouTube channel, and you can you, you would can be see it. you would be a great documentarian narrator, by the way. Like, oh has, really? Has, that, has anyone ever proposed that idea to you? No. Yeah, I, I, I think you heard Car- Oprah and Carlin Williams out, out in nature. Yes. Like a nature show? Should I fuck, try it? Fuck yeah, dude. All right, here we go. <laughs> the elephant has the longest nose in the animal kingdom, as witnessed as this herd of African elephants, these behemoths, stand in the sunset, swing their noses back between their legs, and suck their own balls. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That's not bad. I, I, I want to watch that show. I want to watch that documentary. I want to watch that right now. Elephant suck. You want to <laughs> yeah. see that? I mean, I oh mean, wow. No, normally, you got to go to really dark corners of the internet to yeah. find, to, yeah, to you, find yeah. that video. Yeah. But uh, if, if, if they can maybe blur it out Try for Butterfly.com. All right, Butterfly. Okay. <laughs> whoa. Okay. Uh, whoa. Uh, that's some wow. That, wow. That, that's Jesus. some creepy stuff. Wow. But, that's an honest reaction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but your but your YouTube channel is so, there's another video <laughs> where there's. You're 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 slamming a puppet's head in the fridge. <laughs> this this video is all you know. It's it's really taken off. It's my post, most popular video. There's two of them. Mm-hmm. They're called the I call them the bratty kids. Yeah, yeah. the screaming one. I yeah, think I, I messaged you after I watched that. Yeah, did you like it? It was maybe one of the funniest things I've seen in my entire. Oh life. my god! Yeah, where they're just screaming. Back. Yeah, I f- what is it called on YouTube? Because right now, when you're while you're listening to this, either look it up now and yeah. save it for later, or watch. Take Take a break from the podcast and watch it. What's it called on it's YouTube? It's called The Brat Kids. Yeah. Uh, there, there's uh, there's episode one, and then I just posted episode two where they're slamming their mother's head <laughs> in the fridge door. But basically, I, I found these rubber puppets like years ago. From what? At a, at a uh, shop on Melrose. Okay. It was so it wasn't a, like you found them in an attic. And- no, no. They, they, they sold them, and then there was this Mexican company that made these rubber puppets, and they're really weird looking, and they went out of business. This sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, some guy, so like some guy's got Hostel the puppets. Hostel 5, yeah, the butterfly like, effect. It's like, <laughs> hey, I just got these puppets from Mexico. What could happen? And then all of a sudden, the puppets come alive. <laughs> yeah. Force you to do an elephant suck on yourself. Oh. <laughs> and then the elephant grabbed his penis. <laughs> it morphed into his trunk and he was joined. It looked like he had a skipping rope between his legs. The giraffe became quite jealous as he could not reach his cock as his head was millimeters, I'm sorry, feet above his penis. 
Don't you mean inches? Yes, I do. <laughs> Guy steals my narrating voice. How dare you? You are, you are no Harlan Williams, I sir. Know. But the, uh, the, the Brat videos, um, basically, they're like a minute long, and they're just, I, I thought well, it would be really funny to have a family that communicated just with like phlegmy throats. Yes. So, so they, they never, they, they rarely ever talk. Most of their conversation is like. <laughs> That's how they sound. It's horrific. Sounds like you're stepping on a velociraptor. I know. It's just horrible. It sounds like a velociraptor achieving. Where do you? So when you see the puppets, where do you get the idea to uh, create the? It's just something. I mean, I know that you love like when we would shoot some of those flashing, flashing videos up in Seattle. Like the props, like you in. I feel like when you find something out of the ordinary like that, out of the ordinary, you it's gives it stirs the creative juices for you. Yeah, I just like to grab like items and and let let a story revolve around that. Like we did a we did a video with I found some little ping pong yeah. rackets yeah. and mm-hmm. and we went out and shot like a four minute video, <laughs> of, of, like a ping pong rap tune. Yeah, but, <laughs> but these rubber puppets, I just had them laying around and and they're they're rubber, so they're faces are very expandable like yeah. they, they mm-hmm. just stretch like crazy and i started like making all these facial expressions and their mouths open really so wide yeah and and i thought god what kind of sound would come out of a a mouth like that and i just <laughs> you know I, I, I and i thought god what if the, this family just communicated like that that's that's how they talk to each other and so uh <laughs> And so that's uh, the Brat Kids. I have a few more episodes coming up down the road. So um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yeah, and yeah. You'll, uh, you'll be able to see uh, see all my <laughs> wacky the family's videos. adventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This sounds like something that would be on like Adult Swim or something. A thousand percent. Just like some crazy oh, stuff. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. You ever watch what's on Adult Swim? I mean, this it's, sometimes it's yeah. right up their alley, dude. Oh, really? And they got these like you know weird little fifteen minute shows like that, huh? Well, maybe I gotta get my arse and gear. There's a and 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 we can cut this out if this is not something you want to get into. But the story you told me at the comedy store the other night is there any? Any possibility that we can rehash that? Which is to, uh, give me a hint before you say the I'll whole give you thing. The, I'll give you the keywords. Uh, date, boat. <laughs> oh, God. Jump. Oh, God. <laughs> Completely up to you if you actually uh, want to. No names have to be mentioned. No. You know what? It's still a little fresh. So if I come back and do the podcast, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. we, we can. I'll, I'll know better if I can tell the For story sure. then. Okay. For sure. Uh, no it worries. Was, it was a very interesting way to... And a date, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, well, well. In, uh, in the meantime, we could talk about your uh, the TV show that that you're just on package deal. Oh, my sitcom. Yeah, it's a sitcom. Yeah, and uh, what's cool is you just mentioned uh, your, your show being on Hulu. Yeah, and uh, my uh, pa- my sitcom. It's a Canadian sitcom, so you yeah. can't. People were bummed because I would talk about it on my podcast and. In interviews like this, and and uh, no one could see it because it was uh, airing in, in across Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a really fun multicam uh, sitcom, and uh, it's, it looks like it's going to be on Hulu. We don't have the official yeah. word yet, but it's it's it looks like it's going to be there. So is there, is I know it's on the I think it's City Channel? City TV up yeah, in City Canada. TV. Yeah, it, yeah. It, now, do they have like 
streaming to where you could go to like a city TV website. And you then could you, if you go on YouTube and, mm-hmm. and type in package deal uh, city TV sitcom, you'll you'll find it. And and we actually had a really great time. The show came out really well. Really proud of it. Yeah, so. you did. Uh, Two, uh, two seasons two so seasons. far. Two seasons, yeah, yeah. And that's it. They we they pulled the plug. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's okay. In in TV and movie world, to, to even get one episode right. on, on the yeah. air. No kidding. Yeah, I mean, people, I don't think people listening know how much stuff goes into gets it. Gets made <clears throat> and never never sees the light of day. Uh, production meetings, pilots, uh, you know, it's the the odds of getting anything on TV or on the movie screen. Uh, you know, the longer I've been in Hollywood, mm-hmm. the more ridiculous you realize how <laughs> how hard it is. Yeah. So just to get anything out there, you're so thankful. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, so to do two seasons, uh, you know, of a sitcom and have a blast, it was just great. You got to work with Eugene Livy. Yeah. He was a guest star frequently on the show, and yeah, like I mean, first like comedy legend. As a whole, but then Canadian comedy legend, even more with the work on um, SCTV. Yeah. So like, like we're like, have you met Eugene before? He must be a guy that you probably. uh, I don't know if you were influenced by, but definitely like. I loved him. I loved him. I grew up on uh, Second City, and uh, we had a ritual. Me and my cousins up in Toronto, Mm -hmm. and we would uh, we would go, and uh, I think it was Saturday night. Second City would come on. And we would go up the street to the Moon Glow Chinese restaurant. What'd you call me? Moon Glow Chinese <laughs> restaurant. You've heard it before. You've seen the tramp stamp. And uh, and we would order like uh, chicken balls and honey fried shrimp. Chicken and balls. Chicken chow mein. In Canada, they have chicken balls. They're like little round like balls, balls with a chunk of chicken in the middle oh, with sweet and sour sauce. Oh, oh my god! Delish. I mean, I think we just call those nuggets here but they're more flat like no nope, these were round and just at the wow. chinese restaurants they had them and it was a specific kind of dough they wrapped them in so it has very specific flavor. delish they it, really are the most creative with foods oh yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah take yeah. that burger king and your chicken fries yeah yeah <laughs> that's old news wow, wow. <laughs> shots fired <laughs> so yeah we, we we would do its ritual where we'd go get the moon glow chinese food and we'd park ourselves in front of the tv and watch second yeah. city and and eugene levy oh my god he had so many Funny characters: Bruno, uh, Bobby mm-hmm. Bittman, uh, it, you know, it, Sid Dithers. I who mean, was Sid so, Dithers? Sid Dithers was a security <laughs> guard at, at Second City, mm-hmm. and he was kind of like a, a real kind of you know moron basically. But he was watching the whole <laughs> building, and there was Rock and Mel Slurup who who hosted a <laughs> disco show. You can see I all like these the videos on, yeah. uh, and then they did one of my favorites, the Five Neat Guys. Where all the uh, all the uh, guys, John Candy, Eugene Levy, Dave Thomas, um, no kidding. Uh, who else? Uh, all those Rick guys. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis and uh, the big guy, um, my favorite guy too. I Daniel Stern. No, 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 not Daniel Oprah? Stern. Not Oprah. Close. <laughs> Close. But anyways, the five neat guys. They would. They would. They were a a kind of a doo wop band yeah. from the forties, <laughs> yeah. and they would sit there and they'd sing songs like "Who Made the Egg Salad Sandwiches," you know, stuff like that. <laughs> It's so fascinating to hear, and because we're now in a generation where you, you don't have moments like that where you go with your friends and you're like, "Hey, 
this show is on. Let's yeah, right. all gather together. Yeah, let's, you're right. Let, let, yeah. Let's like come together. Now it's all entertainment on your own time, and then you maybe talk about it on social media. But yeah. like, like when I was in college, uh, like. We the, all all the dorms would gather together and watch. This is gonna make me sound kind of dorky, but don't care. Uh, we would watch the OC uh, back right, right. Uh, sure. back when the OC show was yeah, on. We would all, sure. we would all hey, that together. was like the new Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. like and, and like we would all watch together, and it's always more fun when you have that group of people in there. The same it's way, an event. Yeah, the same yeah. way it's more fun to see a movie in <laughs> a in, event. In, in, yeah. in, in a packed house or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and we we just don't have that nowadays. Yeah, it it doesn't happen that often. I think I think maybe you know sporting events now with all the yeah. pay for view guys will come together. You've been up to the house yeah. for some UFC oh, stuff. Yeah. And, oh, there you go. But yeah, it's, it's I've never invited you up to do like a marathon like uh, <laughs> Gilmore you know, Girls. Gilmore <laughs> Girls. Yeah, yeah. Well, or maybe, Golden Girls. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you said Golden Girls, I'd be there in a flash. Yeah, we should do that. We should plan that out since we're here now. Let's commit to that okay. this weekend. I'm in Gilmore Girls. Night Rider, <laughs> done. done. That's a killer. Wait, That's uh, a DVD pl- combo. Please say the original, not Night Rider, not the thing. Original, yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you. And I can, I can FedEx some Moonglow if you guys want <laughs> some chicken balls. I, if that's actually a possibility, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pay top dollar for that. Oh, you like the Moonglow restaurant? <laughs> we got a fresh chicken ball, funny guy. Wait a minute, it's an Italian restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you coming to Moonglow restaurant? We have a nice chicken ball for you. Jesus. It's we, we went in there one day, me and my cousin Chris, who's like the funniest guy I know. We went in and we were like busting them up a little bit. We were like, hey, you got the chicken balls today? The big, big chicken balls. He goes, you'll get out of here right now. He just, he didn't, he didn't fall for it for a beat. And then my other cousin, there was a chocolate bar up in Canada called Choco Lotto. Wait, a what now? Oh, wait, oh, chocolate bar like an actual okay yeah, i thought like a chocolate bar. bar like you go to that's open till 2 a.m wow. no no a chocolate bar <laughs> chocolate, <laughs> i was getting alcoholic <laughs> i was getting really excited like a chocolate bar wow. what that Alkeeps. sounds unbelievable <laughs> somebody's somebody still hasn't totally recovered from being fired from the wonka factory oh, uh, oh. i can dream man oh. those were good times <laughs> me and me mates and me mates just, me, ha- just hanging out shiver me timbers we would sing songs and punt children out of the out of the factory it was a good time you don't know true happiness till you've rolled an overly bloated young girl who's filled with blueberry juice out a door oh that's a good time oh the times we had, she had there. a big butterfly shrimp Whoa. <laughs> that that wasn't even a butterfly shrimp. That was more like a giant squid. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Jesus. Backwards. I'm never taking a girl's pants off again. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, did you ever, that you say like you guys were like messing with the uh, owner of the um, Moonrise Hotel? Or what was it called Moon again? Moonglow Restaurant. But Sunshine's this other Kingdom. place, the variety store had yeah. the Chocolatos. Yeah. And it was yeah. a chocolate bar. That you opened up and you could win a, a, some money, like it was like a lottery ticket and a chocolate bar rolled into one. What? Holy so crap! Choco Lotto. So my cousin Mike, he won like twenty bucks. He unwrapped it, <laughs> and the the guy who ran the little variety store was an Asian guy. And and my cousin Mike went up and goes, "Hey, I won twenty bucks with Choco Lotto." And the guy, "You get out of here!" And he slapped my cousin in the head. <laughs> what? And so my uncle Pat, who's like nine feet tall, had to go over to the store and like. 
like have words with this guy. He, he <laughs> literally he slipped. He slapped my cousin for winning a chocolato. Why? He thought he was fucking with him? No, he, he didn't want to pay him, so he slapped well, he him slapped in the head. The kid. He slapped a kid. <laughs> it was a simpler time back then. It was. You, when you could just here. slap a kid. Not getting chocolato. Get out of here. <laughs> slap. Get out with your chocolate. He said bar. slap when he slapped <laughs> the kid. Slap. Oh yeah. Well, he had to narrate his action. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it totally made sense. Wow. Did you, did you did you pull pranks like that though? In I mean, at any stage in life in comedy? Because I feel like every comic has some sort. Like I used to pull in fourth grade, like the wumpy cushion on the teacher's chair, or the ice cube with a fly in it, or. Uh, you know, uh, I used to prank call people as girls in class that they had crushes on because I was fat and the girls didn't like me, so I would prank Aww. call my buddies yeah, as yeah. the girls. Yeah. So like, I and then I would prank call radio sports radio stations in Seattle. So did you do any of that? Oh sort of? yeah, yeah, I did a lot of that, man. We, me and my buddies, we we did a we did an epic one that took like I think it looked. Two weeks of planning. Wow. Yeah, those are the best. And we, it's uh, like we the got Ocean's Eleven one of those, pranks. <laughs> yeah, we went into the, those uh, Salvation Army uh, clothes drop boxes. Yeah. You mm -hmm. ever seen those? They used yeah. to have a lot more of them. Yeah. But now they don't. And uh, we'd go at night and we'd climb in them and just take out garbage bags full of clothes. And we went to my garage and we made, I think we made about 25 scarecrows. <laughs> <laughs> and we went I like to, where we, this is going yeah we went to one of my buddy's houses in the middle of the night like at two in the morning and we just hammered like all these scarecrows all over his front lawn it was crazy holy crap so he's waking up to just yeah they went nuts but uh I used to do a lot of stuff when you know way before kids had their hands on video cameras yeah. I used to, mm -hmm. I used to go you know giving my age up a little bit here but you, no one had video cameras, yeah. and you used to be able when they first came around. You used to be able to go to um like like AV stores and you could rent them right uh, for like two hundred bucks for a weekend. It was crazy. They give you a big battery pack that lasted about thirty five <sighs> minutes and it weighed about six pounds. Yeah. Jesus, and, and you had to have it attached to the the video camera, right? Which is like a bazooka on right. your shoulder, exactly. And and it was one of those cameras that any time you moved it, the, the light streaks would would yeah. flow across yeah and uh and so i was out and i i would take all the money i had and rent these cameras and i was doing like like tom green jackass style stuff Hell before yeah. you know 15 years before this stuff ever happened oh, i would shit. i would go out and i'd go up to malls and i'd uh, interview people with a carrot i'd sit <laughs> of a microphone and ask them you know questions and ask they'd get, get them to speak into the carrot and <laughs> they would still talk into it yeah because people when they see a camera they yeah. you know people get freaked especially back then right and so, if you have a mic there's a there's a comfort level there because right. they're like all right at least even though like they knew it was a carrot, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but they would talk into it. You still have yeah. the setup of like something that seems like a normal yeah. interview. And I used to get my buddy, I'd get him in a suit, and I'd, I'd get a briefcase, and we'd fill it up with just blank papers. And we'd find the busiest intersection in town, and I'd tell him to... I tell him to wait till the light turned yellow and then start walking across with his with his thumb holding the briefcase shut. You know, the latch is open. Yeah. And I said, when you get to the middle of the intersection, let the briefcase flop up and, and let all the papers fly. And it was great because Canadians are so polite. Everyone would yeah. stop and you'd have people running all oh over the internet God. trying to grab his papers and I'm hiding in the car filming it. Was anything on the papers? No, it was just blank stuff. So but, then you got people picking them up being like, yeah, and they were they felt so bad for him and, and so i was doing these types of pranks but 
back then there was no editing equipment. There right. was no just so I take. I just had to let it go. You know, and then, so yeah, because then you had, didn't have any. It's not like you could post it anywhere. Yeah, you couldn't post it. You just you like have your so, friends and you laugh about. Yeah, it. so so I, I I mean if if that if I was born like you know fifteen years later, I probably would have been right in on the whole jackass. Me and Tom Green probably would have gotten married. You know, <laughs> we would have just caused so much trouble. Yeah, uh, that's a. Uh, so when you see him, when you saw him like come out with his stuff, then too. I mean, and then you guys are good buds now too. Yeah, you, yeah. Did you you became friends up in Canada, yeah. Uh, yeah, we me and Tom first met. We did a movie uh, called Superstar mm-hmm. together, and that was I think that was Tom's first movie. Okay. I think, uh, and uh, I I'd never heard of the guy, and and me and Tom and Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon, we were all out there. You know, we'd be in the street like getting ready for a scene. And all of a sudden, all the Toronto kids, and they'd be ignoring everyone else, and they'd be going, Tom, Tom Green, Tom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. Like, I, I, I wasn't aware of his show. I didn't know right. who he was. And this was and, before MTV when he just had the... the yeah, this was pu- pre-MTV. Yeah, this he is, just had the public access show at that point. Yeah, and uh, I, he might have just sold it to MTV. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. at anyways, he was just starting, and I had no idea who he was. And then we, we became friends on that, on that movie, and we've yeah. been friends ever since, but... Uh, yeah, I, I didn't have a clue who he was. Did you tell him that kind of how what you were doing? I mean, you have, does that ever come up that you were like, man, I was doing what you? No, because it's it's like what I was doing was was half assed, yeah. and and he's the master. I, you know, yeah. I got to hand it to Tom. I mean, he he took it and and he took it to the right place. What I was doing was kind of just half assed because I didn't, I had no idea there was a market for it. Right, had I known. Or if if the right equipment existed to to you know be able to market it, it would have been a whole different thing. But Tom came in at a point in time, just just at the right time, where he was able to market his madness. And, Absolutely, uh, like we all. I, I think I think we all watched that. I know I was in high school, Adam. You probably were too. And then when Tom, when Tom Green came out, we all just kind of looked at each other like. This is what we do. Yeah, like yeah. this is the stuff that we do, and this guy's now getting paid for it. Yeah. He's on TV. Yeah, what yeah. What the hell? Was, and, then, and, then, and then there was all the copycats, but they already yeah. had their Tom Green. They already had their Jackass. We're like, well, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. all. That's all we got. That's it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like everybody. I mean, I feel like there's like I even used to do when I worked at a grocery store in Seattle. Like I would uh, take uh, my buddies and I. They would come down late when I was working uh, at like you know ten or later, and we would like interview the customers that were in line that were shopping late like what yeah. they were like buying yeah. and then we would shoot like little shorts in the grocery store like we would have like little you know the motorized carts that they had for people yeah. who couldn't like walk sure and like baskets we'd have cart races and then like we were like almost like a supermarket sweep type thing where we would shoot these like shitty like fake game shows in the grocery store yeah and uh and there were no cameras yet in the store so like right, our right. bosses never knew we were doing it and then finally, there was one guy who ratted us out. Uh, uh, and, bastard. Uh, but like, still like that type of just like trying to get uh, you know creative with your um, surroundings. I mean, like, did, yeah. Were you? Uh, did you find a difference like when you got to the states from Canada? Like the, um, I don't know, just the comedy vibe. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the comedy vibe here was a lot more blatant. Like yeah. it was a lot more, you know, smash over your head. Kind kind of a good comparison would be SNL, right? And Second City that we right. were talking about earlier. Second City was more subtle. It was more character studies. That it wasn't so much like hard. Like Jane, you ignorant slut. It was right. more like it was more like a real kind of quieter. Like you know, the comedy came out of facial expressions and and softer things, but still mm-hmm. as funny. Whereas 
I found American comedy was way more like, you know, John Belushi, like, In you know, face. popping his zit face and yeah, right. the samurai guy, like, loud and boisterous. And, and so I found American stand-up and, and comedy in general to be a lot more that way, whereas Canadian comedy seemed to have a little more, like, quieter texture to it. Is that well, because they just maybe trusted the Canadian people that they were going to get stuff a little more? Like, there's more, like... I think it came from because, you know, Canada's part of the Commonwealth, and so I think there was a... You know, we had a lot of British influence in our TV shows and our culture. And, yeah, because Monty Python's more like Monty that, Python too. Monty Python and those types of shows. So, so there was right. a, lot, a lot of that saturated in, in the Canadian right. sensibility. Humor. I just thought it would be because you guys are so polite, you don't want to be that loud. You know, that's, <laughs> that's probably part of it, too. You know, that's why Tom was, was an anomaly, because he, yeah. You know, it, it was kind of shocking to see a Canadian kid being so brazen, and, and it was it was it was kind of cool. But what, what amazes me about all these pranksters is mm-hmm. what, what's what's always fascinating to me is how they always seem to find a mark. Yeah. Like that, you know, they could I could walk up to someone with a carrot, or you could you know you could walk up to someone and do something outrageous, and there's always someone who doesn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> which always scares me a little bit. Right, like it's always like wait. There's a guy dressed as a donkey, <laughs> yeah. and he was asking you to put Vaseline <laughs> in your butterfly shrimp. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> like absolutely. and you don't get it that maybe this is like some kind of setup. Like It always fascinates me that yeah. people get suckered into it, and I, I go, how? There will never Who be a shortage people? of suckers. I know. Ever. But you look at, I look at older people. A lot of times they get older people, and I go, at one point that older person was probably young, and snappy. Well, most likely they most were. Yeah, likely. Probably. You know, yeah, you know. Probably a good chance. I'll put chance. money on that. Yeah, I'll put some, unless I got that Benjamin Button disease. Yeah, you know, right. That's about it. Jesus, Brad. <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. But, um, you know, you know, they were probably troublemakers at one time. Yeah. They were probably yeah. hip. They were they were into that young energy, and they, they were aware of the prankster sensibility in school. How do they not know? Like, I just, <laughs> it, it amazes me that people, like, when you do a crank call on a phone call, Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm calling from the uh, sewage department. We got to come and take your toilet. And someone's like, oh, uh, oh, I, I didn't call anybody. Like, people don't, I don't know how people don't know. I think maybe there's just too much to concern yourself with that little things like that that come about. We just like assume that unless, but even if you're like 85, those are the people that get swindled. And it's like, you have so little to concern yourself with. Right. So the toilet, you should know you should whether know, or not yeah. you have a toilet problem or not. <laughs> yeah, right. Because that's probably where you're spending most of your time. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. But, oh, but, but I'm saying... Well, yeah, because it's like the... Uh, like, Jimmy Kimmel has this great bit that he does called a, a, a Lie Witness News. Where, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, where he just tells people like, hey, did you hear? Yeah. Um, Oprah... Just uh, gave shat. out Fig Newtons. Yeah, she just shat Fig Newtons. W- would you eat a Fig Newton that Oprah shat? And they're like, yeah, well, I saw that story. I hope yeah, she's right. okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and then just... they just go along with it because no one wants to be the guy on camera that doesn't know what's going right, on. Right. Isn't that crazy? Even with like really just crazy fact, information like that, like it's like it's perfectly fine to be like, I didn't hear about that. But it's like maybe it's because of the how much is available, like information wise, that mm-hmm. there's almost like no excuse to not know about like when that's why people get defensive when it's like, Did you hear that new fucking, you know, Pitbull song? And you're like, No, and it's like, dude, it's on every commercial. It's like yeah. I don't have cable. But it's like on every radio station. Yeah. I don't listen to the radio really. But dude, Pit Pitbull's but it's Pitbull. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I don't fucking, why should I? 
It's a dog that sings? Yeah. And you're like, no, it's a guy. Why do he name himself after a dog? Well, because Shih Tzu was already taken oh by, my a, God. by a Norwegian. Shih Tzu. <laughs> Everyone knows that rapper. He's strong. Shih Tzu the rapper, yeah. Would, would you, wow. Was music ever a, a possibility in your career ever? In my career? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have a hobby band. So Wait, what? Do you really? Are you joking? Oh yeah, I, I have a hobby band. I've had a, I have a, my cousins in the bare naked ladies. I know that. And so mm-hmm. we've we've had a hobby band for years called the cousins. And, Har, I had no idea. about Oh, you this. didn't know that? I know a lot of facts oh. about you, man. Oh, okay. I feel like we're pretty good friends. I had no idea you had a hobby band. Yeah, this yeah. is like the wife finding out her husband likes to do calligraphy on Sundays. Oh, right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we we've actually done some <laughs> tours together. We have a what? CD. No out. kidding. Have, what? Oh a- yeah, yeah. We have a few videos. If you go on YouTube, you can actually. After I watch the screaming yeah. puppet fridge kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we. Uh, what do you play in the band? I sang, believe it or not. You're the yeah. singer? Yeah, he's well, he's brilliant with music. I mean, Kevin's uh he's he's just he can play a million instruments. He's he can engineer everything. So this, I kind of come up yeah. with the sound of the song and I tell him what I'm hearing and I'll sing I, I'll write the lyrics and then he kind of fills in the music and we just we throw down a bunch of Now do you try to do anything funny or do you or do you guys do it serious? Believe it or not we we've done a few funny things but most of the stuff we release is like like kind of we try to do a good job like it's like cheesy love songs, you know, like no Roy kidding. Orbison like kind of broken heart kind of love songs. Harlan yeah. Williams, yeah. are you a crooner? I, I try, man. I try. <laughs> I gotta be honest. The lyrics to "One Week," "Chickity China," "The Chinese Chicken," like sounds like a Harlan Williams rant in a bit. It does, and there's a so. few lines in there too that that I feel like they may have referenced my humor uh, for sure. Yeah, there's a line about Swiss chalet yes. uh, chicken, and that's a that's a chicken. I used to reference that all the time in in my act and in my life. That was like my running gag, and I think. Those guys might have. Would they come see up. you doing comedy a lot? Oh yeah, and I've I've worked with them. I've been on stage with them, and oh, I've, the I did one of their rock videos. I'm I'm the lead in one of their rock videos. I forget which one, but that's it. Um, I mean, I don't know if we've totally gotten into the my uh, appreciation for bare naked ladies in our friendship, but that oh. that for sure, like you. For sure, put them in my top ten favorite bands. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. they're a ton of fun. They they're when great, when yeah. they really popped, and you know, like every band has their time. You know, like sure, you get yeah, your, you get your yeah. time. And when they had their time, yeah, I could not have been more about the band. Yeah, ladies. they 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 were a ton of fun. Yeah, they're really energetic. we're cleaning up the the U.S. radio airwaves. I mean, like yeah. every oh, other yeah. song was yeah. it was like between one week. It's between all been one done. Week, it's all been done. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, what's the slower one? Uh, where there's an underwear joke in the line where it's like, dun, 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 oh, underwear. Dun, dun, dun. I just yeah, made you think, think underwear. underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. What's that called? I don't know. It's that called one. like Butterfly Shrimp. I wonder if that's <laughs> the one I did the video to. Is it? It might be. I'll find it out. I loved how, like, first of all, their melodies were. Kiss me. Yep. That's what it is. Kiss me. Yeah. Are you singing the song or are you just talking about things you want from Brad right now? No, I would have said, butterfly me. Butterfly me. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So we have a blast. We, we, we're we actually getting together this September to cut a new uh, album. Oh, oh man. Yeah, so. That's awesome. Because I've heard you sing in, in bits on stage when I've been on the road with you. And, right. And every time you do it, I'm like, 
hey man, he's jokingly singing right now, but he's in tune and it sounds great. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, man. I love it. I, I, I we just have such a good time. It's, like what? Like what kind of music is it? Uh, it's kind of like, like I said, kind of like cheesy, like pop tunes. But but sometimes I throw a curveball. Last summer we were up at Kevin's studio. Mm-hmm. And it was late, and I said, "I said, dude, just just go turn the mic on. I'm going into the booth." And I, I started I started doing like a a rave song called Power Pound, and it, it, it was the song was called "I Want to Power Pound Your Face." And, and was this a, was this it, directed towards anyone specific? No. And, and what's funny is I don't even know what it means. Maybe the owner I, of the fucking mongoose, yeah, the, memorial the, restaurant. You'll get your chocolate and power pound your face, chicken ball. <laughs> but we did this crazy, uh, this crazy, um, like kind of, you know, I don't know what it. It's like a like a club rave. And we we just stayed up all night, it's and we best. had his engineer, and we mm-hmm. were just laughing our asses off. It was just so. Isn't the best to like make funny music when you, especially in a setting where it's professional like that, in a great studio with people that are doing it, and then you're like, yeah. I, I mean, I think there is something to be said about. I mean, they say like all comedians want to be rock stars, right? And and vice versa. Is that true with Kevin? Like, is he a funny dude? Does he like? He's the- funny, but no, he mm-hmm. he was born and wired to be a musician. Yeah. He he yeah. has a great sense of humor. We've done some really funny things together too um but uh no he he's 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 wired to be a music guy for sure but uh have we, you gotten to uh kick it with some uh other musical artists because of just being tied to him uh just just the ladies mostly um yeah because he he's always on tour and i'm right. always mm-hmm. on tour i'm sure i've met a few i think i met alanis morris set through them and uh a few other people but yeah, not... Uh, She's Canadian, too. Yeah, she is, yeah. I uh, met her drunk at a party once. We was with the same management company she was. Oh, boy. And it was a holiday party. And I've... Hey, I'll say it right now. I got a yeah. big crush on Morissette. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. hell, she had that one video where she was naked the entire video. What video was that? Uh, I don't know. She's all I ever had. I don't know. what. what no, it was... Uh, what, what was that video? Ironic. Or moronic? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, she had a video where she was like naked the entire video. How about... I don't like the rain or something. The Brazilian? What is it? Oh, damn it. I got to look this up. How am I, my how am I fucking chapped? this up? That, yes, it? it was My Pussy's Chapped yeah, by it. Lance Moore said with a top 10 yeah. hit. Wait, Surpri- probably not surprising. the right week to be naked. Of all the weeks to shoot a naked video, she had a chapped pussy. Poor girl. Bad timing. Nature's Bad timing. cruel that way. Nature's yeah. cruel. It doesn't think about your chapped pussy. It goes, yeah. look, you got work to do. Yeah. And you're like, well... Maybe find me on a day with a smooth pussy. <laughs> I have, I, I, have to know this. I'm, I'm not see crazy. If I can find one of my songs out here. It's called "Thank You." Okay. Well, yeah. I meet Alanis at the party, and she's dating at the time a hockey player, right? Yeah. Okay. And I go up to her, and I got pretty liquored up at this party, right? It's a holiday party. Yeah. It's, I just got with this management company. I was feeling good. I see Alanis Morissette there. I see the guy who played Chunk from the Goonies. I see David Krumholtz. And I go up to her and I say, big fan, big fan. I go, actually, your music was playing on the 90s station on Sirius on my drive over here. She goes, that's awesome. I go, it's awesome. It's also ironic. And she looks at me. She goes, oh. (laughs) She just just sighed at me. I was so, I, you know. This is the video. Where she's naked? Yeah. Don't you ever worry about your pussy. (laughs) Being chapped. 
chapped. Oh. <laughs> Do you have any ointment for my shrimp? <laughs> Butterfly. Yeah. See, I'm not crazy. No, you're not crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to rock out over here for a second. All right. Well, heart's yeah, blowing I'm, up. I'm, I'm going to see if I can find one of these kooky songs on here. Keith. It's is it weird that I that I uh would assume that your hobby in your hobby band you would be playing something like the bassoon or the <laughs> or like the some or crazy the instrument some great woodwind instrument I feel like No, that's the thing. I don't that play I don't play Dr. anything. Seuss book. <laughs> I don't play anything. I wish I could. Here's here's uh here's Power Pound. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, it's the about last night podcast premiere. I'm, Oh yeah, get out your glow sticks, kids. Steve Aoki, you can suck it. Please tell me that's actually you making those little noises. No. Oh, okay. It just, it just seems like you could. That's the rave. That's the rave. That's song. the rave version about what? Like you got like like you guys do kind of standard music, and then you thought to yourself, you know what? Rave EDM. Let's yeah. cash in on this. Have you been to uh, raves ever? That sounds like the the club kids. Quite honestly, would lose their minds over that. Yeah, I know. We we wanted to make a video and and put it out there. Oh, God, how do you got to man? <laughs> yeah, those club scenes are. Last time I was in Vancouver doing stamp was the last time I went to a real club. Yeah, my buddy who lives out there took me to one. His buddy owns. And literally it was songs like that that built and built and built yeah, until I love it. and the when kids will the bass drop? are on and I wasn't on ecstasy or ass or anything. I might have had like six Capri Suns, so I was feeling good Ooh. is my point. But I was, uh, but you know, it's it builds and builds, and then there's just an explosion, and people yeah. lose their minds. To what? <laughs> keep going. This this is a song where I'm actually singing. Okay, oh, God. yes, you, come on. Give you a little. Taste What's the name of this one? This one's called Broken Angel. Broken Angel. Yeah. City lights are burning. Oh. Night is falling down. I think we're going to light some more candles. Eyes of blue and silver, baby. Oh. Neon all around. Sitting on the curbside. Dreams of a life so grand. I'm into it. Just a little child playing. All right, whoever... Whoever directed the there Spin Doctors video oh, needs to come and direct that. Oh, as, that's as, great! As, as, as we view. That's <laughs> good. A great guitar riff behind. Yeah. It. Oh yeah, Kevin's. It's it's Dude, so that. fun because he just he we just it's one of those chemistry things where he we just know what we want from each other and it, it's we just create these kooky little tunes like really quickly. It's <laughs> and fun. like and like because there has to be that give and take. Now, but, but yeah. do you feel like comfortable making like a musical suggestion? Oh like, yeah. yeah. And he, and he comes to me for that cuz I can't play but I, I go, "Kev, I want it to sound ear. like dun, 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 and and he just knows and, how to do that." Yeah, like that's like with Power Pound, he'd never done a rave song in his life. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Kev, it needs to go dun 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 dun." dun. Dun, 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 dun. You know, just keep escalating, yeah, but and, and that's he, the, he yeah. found it. He did it. And but that's how like, those things get built. Like yeah. I mean, in every like, I mean, Michael Jackson. I'm sure for like, you know, beat it was like it's gonna be like special. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, 
it, but he's saying he probably was like, it'll be like, right? Like they, it's great. It's It's my favorite part of of the process because you 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 build a song. You know, you start off with with simple things. It's almost like making a, a meal, and you. You go, let's add in some keyboards, and then Kevin will go, you know what, go sing the lyrics. You've already sung the, the master lyric track. Now go in and listen to yourself in the cans, and then sing again over yourself, but an octave higher. Yeah. And I go, why would you tell me to do that? And so I'll be up an octave, and then he goes, he'll come in and marry them together, and my whole voice will sound complete. He goes, he goes, oh, the Rolling Stones did this on almost every song. And I was like, really? And Holy you can crap. hear the difference. Like, he just knows all these engineering tricks, and it's... It, it fascinates me. If I could spend all day in a studio making songs, I would love it. Har, yeah. I love that you say that because yeah. I'm in the exact same way. Isn't it fun? I have so many. Oh. I've done. Uh, we're gonna have to next time we kick it. Really, like I'm gonna have to show you some of the shit. Maybe we have to get into a studio together. I think yeah, that's the next that'd move. be great. <laughs> because I'm the exact same way. The, some of these songs I've straight out of college, I took all these. Uh, acoustic songs that I wrote when I, I sophomore year of college. Did I you play? Picked, yeah. Oh, I picked cool. up guitar. I didn't know that about you. See? Here we uh, go. We're all learning. And so, Holy uh, moly, Ringwald grease. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I I took this uh, all these acoustic songs mm-hmm. and I basically uh, dropped a little bit of cash and went to the studio in OC through a buddy of mine and spent six months in the studio. Oh, you lucky devil. Hard. I These, love that. And like the music, the guy like definitely for, you know, and I was, it wasn't totally cheap, but it wasn't, but he definitely like hooked me up with like his yeah. services. But the, some of the music is so dope. All the music is dope. Yeah. And obviously the verses are a little sophomoric. Like a lot of the songs are, you know, there's one called Lesbians. There's one called Blue Balls. <laughs> wow. There's one called... Uh, well, hey, you write about what you know. The there's, elephant has there's, Blue Balls. There's one called... Sucking on his nuts all night in the Kalahari. <laughs> That's how you know the male from the female. The balls are blue. <laughs> there's one... Yes, the female's balls remain pink. <laughs> Up until now, I had no clue the female even had male genitalia. But this is what you learn in the Kalahari. It's hanging on her face. (laughs) The female elephant doesn't have tusks. She has testicles. (laughs) This is... All right, we're laughing, but again, this is a documentary. No, I want to see it. All right. Um, We uh, got to wrap this up. Great, finally. I wanted, I've been dying to get to Chick-fil-A. Are you kidding? Wow, you, you guys are just bitch. so long-winded. I mean, boy, oh boy. You said 10 minutes and I got a chicken tender brigade, yeah. brigade sandwich. Now he's going to Chick-fil-A because nothing makes a chicken sandwich uh, taste better than homophobia. Oh, oh I've been a power God. pound of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I always thought that would be the You know, I, I, I got to wonder if that the, like a serial killer's favorite restaurant is... Chick-fil-A. Like he's driving down the road and he sees a big sign that says, Chick-fil-A? Oh, sliced up woman is what he right, hears. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Took you a while, but thanks oh, for getting there. Oh, Jesus. Thanks for taking Boy. an Uber to my joke. Yeah, <laughs> thank thank yeah. you, Adam, for pointing it out. Yeah. I was like, Chick-fil-A. There couldn't have been a better... <laughs> breakdown of American versus Canadian comedy right there. Right there. Yeah, because we're like, that wait, where's the guy Christ. that you punched in the balls or else yeah. I don't think it's funny. <laughs> the elephant sucks his own wiener <laughs> See, his there face we go. Yes. Him. A dick I'm joke. I'm from the States. Now we know I what that it. is. Chick-fil-A. That was too smart for us, Harley. No, it took me one. Thanks for taking an Uber to my punchline. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh God! Didn't even get gum on that ride. The uh, the uh, podcast is called the Harlan Highway. Oh yeah, yeah, my own podcast called yeah. the Harlan Highway. Yeah, everyone and, should go uh, and subscribe and listen. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, it's uh, two Mondays and Thursdays, twice a week. Mm-hmm. It's usually about half an hour or thirty minutes. I do a lot of voices, a lot of characters, and. Uh, yeah, please uh, check it out at harlowwilliams.com or yep. iTunes. In yeah. a world saturated with podcasts, it's one of the best because it's original from all the rest. We're, oh, thank we you. Think, we think we do a pretty good job here, but guess what? There's a lot of podcasts like us yeah. that talk to people, but uh, yours is, is uh, sitting by itself on oh, thank Podcast you. Well, Island. The, the latest one, I, I, got, I did a, a call-in. I got a call-in from Tim Cook. The CEO of Apple. Holy shit! And uh, well, I do the voice. I do his oh, voice. Okay. I do the voice. But but Tim Cook called in and was telling me about the new iWatch. How you can watch your friend or your partner's heartbeat on on the watch. <laughs> and uh, while he was giving a keynote address, he had his father on his iWatch monitoring his heart, and his father had a massive heart attack. And Tim was talking about how it reminded him of a little boy watching the Northern Lights when he was camping. The wonderful colors that were splashing across the watch while his father writhed on the floor as hands locked in velociraptor claws as he died. So yeah, check it out. The Harlan Highway. Harlan Highway. Yeah. Yeah. And then and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Watch yeah, the YouTube Watch channel. Harlan run run with crabs. Yeah. 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 You gotta do that more didn't of those. sound right. That sounded yeah, you know, change the, up your verbiage. Yeah, oh, you'll yeah. get out of here. You'll go run with crabs. You got, you're wrong with crab. I hit you with chocolato, chicken ball. A power pound your face. Give you a butterfly. Arlen, thanks so much for coming. Hey, man. thanks, guys. Oh, Great buddy. to see you. Hey, uh, can I give you guys a show a plug? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. You could, yeah, you could uh, plug listen our podcast. To this, listen to this podcast, gang. <laughs> thanks, wait, I Wait, before we... <laughs> Before we really, we're gonna isolate oh, we're that back. audio. Yeah, we're, we're back. back. I okay. just if, <laughs> we're oh, back. if otherwise we'll we'll end where we ended. But yeah. but sometimes we have we end the podcast by we've been talking about pranks. The yeah. Thai restaurant that I order from. Yeah. Every so often, right? Sure. And uh, every now and then we prank call them. All right. Okay. Aries Spears did it as DMX. Sure. Our buddy of ours did it as Jeff Bridges. Sure. Uh, we've we've had we've had it done um, a handful of times. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Would you want to do it right now? Sure. Yeah. Dial it up, man. Fantastic. How do we do it? Is it on speakerphone? I'm going to call. You're going to hold the phone up to the mic okay. and then talk into it. And do I, I'd say do it as you. Or you can maybe not do it as the voice of the disgruntled uh, Chocolato place. Oh, as I can get, you don't I, fight fire with fire. Is that what you're telling me? So just hold that baby up. I give him a lot of business, so don't feel bad about anything that happens. Apparently don't want business. Bastards. It's eight o'clock. Oh. This is prime time. Oh boy. For... Hello. 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 Hi. Are you watching TV? What are you watching? Oh my God! Is that a western? I'm just trying to order some food, and I got confronted with an old Western cowboy movie. <laughs> oh, my God. It sounds great. Oh, hi. How are you? Hello? 
You're not even talking to me. You're talking to a customer. You're ignoring the phone, and you're talking to someone live. And I've got a cowboy movie. Hi. Hi, I'm feeling ignored. <laughs> Hi. Okay, you're taking someone else's order, and I was clearly here first. Um, really upset. I was going to leave you a Bitcoin tip, and now I'm not. Hi. Hi. Really great customer service. Really this close to going to Chick-fil-A. Had a taste for the Orient tonight, but now I'm thinking Chick-fil-A. Can I get it? Well, nice Did you say Obama? <laughs> Obama, right. I think they have Obama rice. I don't think they know I'm there. Should we call them back? Let's try again. I think wow. So. Well, we'll cut that out. <laughs> no, no, we'll leave no? all that in. All right. Good first attempt. All right, here we go. Take two. Wow, that was Jesus. Radical. How do you just pick up and just leave you? Yeah, just hang and don't they know who I am? <laughs> Oh. oh, so the phone's off the hook. No Does way. Does it sound weird like a nuclear bomb's coming? <laughs> it's like we were just talking to them, and now, oh. eh, eh. Yeah. Like something's going on with Russia right now. <laughs> Here we go. Let's see if it works this time. Oh, I'm getting a bad vibe again. <laughs> <laughs> I should kickstart it. <laughs> she better not punk me again. <laughs> Here we go. Oh my! Hi, how are you? Hello, can I help you? Hi, could I? Oh, please don't yell at me. I'm very sensitive. Hi. Hello, can I help you? Yes, could I order some food, please? Okay, um, picking pick up, um, delivery? Well, you're going to have to pick it up and cook it, and then I'll come in and pick it up there. Is that okay? Okay, what would you like? I want some shrimp. Do you have shrimp? Yes. Okay, I need a very specific kind of shrimp. Not honey garlic, not sweet and sour. I need butterfly shrimp. <laughs> okay, could I get... Um, shrimp with garlic. No, no, not with garlic. I need butterfly shrimp. Okay. Butterfly shrimp? We don't have butterfly shrimp. Well, could you make some special for me? Um, one second, please. Well, it's going to take longer than that. <laughs> oh, boy. Where can a guy get some butterfly shrimp on a rainy Wednesday night? <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, God. oh my God. I was oh, butterflied. <laughs> you, were, you, you were butterflied, which is the name of Harlan's new prank show that's going to be airing <laughs> on MTV. Where he just shows up and spreads his Come, my quad. baby. Come, come, my baby. Come, my baby. Come, come. As you're showing you just, your butterfly shrimp, yeah, you, you just got that song. You just got butterflied. Oh, <laughs> you just got shrimp. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I say when I have sex with a woman. Oh. oh I do. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 
Very nice. <laughs> and so that's what she says when he comes. Oh, oh, oh look at that. Oh. Wow. Ooh, who Ooh. knew? I didn't know. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. <laughs> show. That's the show. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger, Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.